0: It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather, and he who controls the weather will control the world. These are indeed dark days on planet Earth. Even worse, the party is just getting started. A dark, malevolent and merciless criminal cancer has metastasized throughout global governments and thus societies. This cancer has taken full advantage of the complacency epidemic that has long since permeated so many populations. You're listening to the non-political, commercial-free Global Alert News Hour, the weekly bad news broadcast that covers breaking frontline reports and core existential threats that few are yet willing to face. But for those that are willing... For those that refuse to give up or give in, stay tuned. You're on the right broadcast. Among the many headlines coming up in this week's report, wildfire smoke linked to 19,000 additional COVID cases in the U.S. West and 700 additional deaths. Think that's just smoke you're inhaling? Think again. Stay tuned. Climate intervention operations continue to wreak havoc all over the world and even now it's not socially acceptable to even mention the ongoing and accelerating climate engineering elephant in skies all over the globe blind obedience and conformity to the dictates of the collectively insane won't save us from what's unfolding consider this timeless quote from gustave Bon: the masses have never thirsted after truth they turn aside from evidence that is not to their taste, preferring to defy error if error seduces them. Whoever can supply them with illusions is easily their master. Whoever attempts to destroy their illusions is always their victim. How is it that we find ourselves in such a dark corner? It's imperative to understand, remember, and consider The unfolding abrupt collapse of Earth's life support systems is the core underlying factor that is fueling the increasingly desperate actions of the controllers, including the CV-19 scenario. Question. Why doesn't more of the population investigate and respond appropriately to all that's unfolding? Bread and circus while the world burns, literally. From the character the Oracle from the film The Matrix, this quote, We can never see past the choices that we don't understand. How bad is it? What's the mental state and the clinical description for far too many in populations around the world, especially in first world nations? Does the term menticide apply? Menticide is the destruction or undermining of a person's mental independence in order to alter his or her beliefs or belief systems. Menticide roughly translates to a murder of the mind. Menticide occurs when people willingly think and act out of someone else's interpretation of reality to their benefit and against one's own survival. It is a state of subtle insanity. The term menticide is derived from the root word mens, meaning mind, and side, meaning to kill. Thus, again, menticide means to kill the mental process, even so far as to kill one's own mind. The term has been in use in the field of psychiatry as early as 1951. Joost Merleau published an article titled The Crime of Menticide that appeared that same year in the American Journal of Psychiatry. Merleau claimed that Ample evidence had been gathered to prove that different forms of mental torture, i.e. minticide, are part of the stock in trade of all police states. Thus, minticide is also the stock in trade of the military-industrial complex, the medical-industrial complex, and the media-industrial complex. Now let's add this puzzle piece to the mix. Washington, D.C. is the psychopath capital of America. From the Social Science Research Network, this report title states with the most psychopaths. From the report, published in the Social Science Research Network, a paper ranked the 48 continental states and the District of Columbia by the degree of psychopathic personality traits found in the residents of each state using data from personality surveys conducted nationally in 2013. The research study determined that Washington, D.C. has the most psychopaths. What a surprise. Think it's any different today? Think again. It only gets worse by the day. For those that think that any occupant of the White House ever drained the swamp in any way, shape, or form didn't happen. It only gets further stocked to the brim with ever more malevolent, merciless minions of the global power structure. The horizon is indeed dark, but not yet black. Let's get to headlines, more puzzle pieces that you can use ...to form a clearer picture of the wider horizon. First, this question. Is there, in fact, much, much more to the whole Afghanistan debacle? Are the controllers setting the stage for what the next chapter... ...in the unfolding and accelerating collapse of civilization might be? Is the 20th anniversary of 9-11 a factor in this equation? Is another Pearl Harbor-like event being scheduled in a last-ditch effort by the controllers to galvanize Americans into blind obedience until the brutal, bitter end. We'll soon enough find out. How many have taken notice of the fact that the flu seems to have vanished from the face of the earth? Did it just disappear? Or was there, in fact, much more to the so-called seasonal flu outbreaks and official vaccine pushing than almost anyone ever even considered? You decide. Next. This headline, Navy Commander Warns of National Security Threat from Mandatory Vaccination. Mainstream media didn't touch this, but the data is there from numerous credible sources. From the report, an officer with the U.S. Navy is warning of a full-blown, quote, national security threat if the military moves ahead with its planned universal COVID-19 vaccine mandate. In a memorandum released On Monday, Biden Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin announced his intention to require a COVID-19 vaccination for all service members by mid-September or immediately should any COVID-19 vaccines clear FDA approval. Reminder, the vaccines are currently only authorized for emergency use only. Servicemen who refuse to submit to the vaccine will potentially face court-martials, the report states, prison time and even less than honorable discharge from the service. If that plan does, in fact, go ahead... Naval Commander Furman warns the results could be conceivably catastrophic. He states the forced vaccination of all military personnel with the present COVID-19 vaccines may compromise U.S. national security due to the unknown extent of serious vaccine complications. In quote, his words, not mine. Further study is needed, he says, before committing the total force, i.e. the U.S. military to one irreversible experimental group. Initial reports leave more concern Furman states for the COVID-19 vaccinations than the virus itself for at the present, he says, exceptionally healthy military population, In quote. Furman is a career United States Naval officer, Naval aviator, and foreign area officer with extensive experience advising senior military diplomatic and international organizational leadership. The commander has spent years serving throughout Africa, Asia, Europe, the Middle East, and at sea, ashore, and airborne. He also holds a Master of Arts in Security Studies from the Naval Postgraduate School. Why are all mainstream media sources rat-holing this report? That answer is self-evident. Moving on. Congressional Bill H.R. 4980 to direct the Secretary of Homeland Security to ensure that any individual traveling on a flight that departs from or arrives to an airport inside the United States or territory of the United States is fully vaccinated against COVID-19 and for other purposes, this report states, from every conceivable direction, the controllers are tightening the noose. How clear is that? How clear is it that they are desperate beyond comprehension? They control the entire narrative. They control all mainstream media. They control all official agencies. And thus, back to the state of menticide, they are Controlling a massive segment of global population in regard to their perceptions and conclusions of reality and thus their actions. Menticide. Next headline: Escape from New York. Mayor decrees vaccine mandate for all businesses and venues. The mayor openly admitted that his decree is especially targeting young people in their twenties and thirties, stating that he intends to coerce them into accepting the experimental. C B nineteen injection, as they are the quote, primary target demographic, he says, who needs to be convinced that it's so powerful to be vaccinated in quote. What an interesting statement. What an alarming statement, given all the data that's available for any who care and have the courage to honestly investigate, De Blasio is threatening harsh punishments for any resident who defies his executive dictate, with fines starting at one thousand dollars for failure to comply with his vaccine mandate, and with fines will increase progressively for repeat offensive. The mayor has not yet specified whether or not punishments will include arrest and imprisonment for any repeat offenders. In true Orwellian fashion, he has named this new medical apartheid regime "quote the key." To New York City, the vaxxed are certainly being pitted against the unvaxxed divide and conquer. The unvaxxed, of course, being demonized in any and every way the controllers can accomplish that. From the National Pulse and many other sources, this scientific journal report suggests making it a federal hate crime to criticize Fauci. From this report, a scientific journal article authored by Professor Peter Hotez. Hotez is a frequent guest on corporate media networks, CNN especially. Dr. Hotez has called to, quote, extend federal hate crime protections, end quote, for scientists facing criticism from alleged, quote, far-right extremists, including National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease director Anthony Fauci. A hate crime to criticize these instigators of all that's unfolding on our planet right now. As the proverb goes, if you want to know who's responsible, ask, who are you not allowed to blame? And the term far-right extremists, I'm certainly not in that category. And yet, it would take hours for me to disseminate the criticism that is due to Fauci and others like him. Again, Hotez is a power structure Minion to the core. Further, Dr. Hotez stated in the report, who himself has been funded, no surprise, by Anthony Fauci's National Institute in Allergy and Infectious Diseases, the NIAID, since 1993, offered the robust defense of the scientists, including Fauci and EcoHealth Alliance President Peter Dosik, in a report paper titled Mounting Anti-Science Aggression in the United States. If you don't know who Peter Daszak is, he is the one that the money was funneled through. This is completely documented that went to the gain of function research that, according to the peer-reviewed science publication journal Nature, allowed the virus to make the jump to humans. Please don't believe me. Research it yourself. Start with this. The title from the journal Nature Report on this, published in 2015, titled Engineered Bat Virus Stirs Debate Over Risky Research. Search it, read it yourself, make up your own mind. Try to imagine, again though, a scientific journal publishing a report suggesting to make it illegal to even criticize these people. What other group are we never, ever, ever allowed to criticize? I think most know the answer to that question. Moving on, next headline. Listen carefully. Study finds most highly educated Americans are also the most vaccine hesitant. A new report by researchers at Carnegie Mellon University and the University of Pittsburgh has found that, again, as stated, the most highly educated Americans are also the most vaccine hesitant. Research it. Read it for yourself. Another headline, why was the National Guard hiring internment slash resettlement specialists last week? What's the National Guard website say on this subject? Let's start with this. What does internment slash resettlement specialists do? Question mark. According to the National Guard website, again, overview. Internment resettlement specialists are primarily responsible for day-to-day operations in a military confinement slash correctional facility or detention slash internment facility. Next category, job duties, supervise confinement and detention operations, provide external security to facilities, provide counseling slash guidance to individual prisoners with a rehabilitative program, manage and maintain prisoners slash internees and their programs. Next category from the National Guard website, skills learned, military laws and jurisdictions, self-defense and use of firearms, interpersonal communication skills, and search-slash-restraint and custody-slash-control procedures. Sounds a lot like prepping the National Guard to be used against U.S. civilians, doesn't it? So much for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Next headline, single CV-19 case in New Zealand sparks nationwide lockdown. Is it not yet clear this is a globally Coordinated scenario in every way, shape, and form, exactly as the climate intervention operations are. Global. It cannot be otherwise. Next headline. Scheduling for third dose of mRNA vaccine now available for the immunocompromised. That seems like an oxymoron when immune system is already damaged. You decide for yourself. But as I shared again, Father, stepfather, excuse me, and father-in-law, both after their first injection. This is a fact of record. Both in critical care within hours, both in hospital week. Neither one seems to have completely recovered yet, even today. Another headline. Actress Sally Kirkland, after Moderna vaccine, states this. In my 79 years, quote, I've never experienced this level of pain. The report states immediately after her second Moderna shot, award-winning actress Sally Kirkland knew something was wrong. Five months later, she remains in almost constant pain. Don't see anything like that on any mainstream media source, nor will we. Again, they control the narrative, the controllers, i.e. those who print the money. They control militaries thus they control countries as well. They control the entire matrix. Next headline, Fauci warns all will, quote, likely need booster shots eventually amid vaccine, quote, diminution. As GeoengineeringWatch.org has stated from the very start of the entire CB 19 scenario, the fires will continue to be stoked. Compliance will continue to be demanded. Next headline, Biden's COVID team lays out plan for doling out, quote, booster jabs eight months after second dose. The fun never stops in the asylum. Another headline. Same theme. National Park Service issues new mandatory face mask rules. This report, covered by CNN News and other sources, goes on to state this. If you want to visit one of America's national parks, there's an essential item you must bring. A face mask. What a great experience that would be. Trying to smell the aroma of dying, burning forests through a face mask. Where does this path lead if we remain on the current course? Consider the next headline. The Grim Fate of That could be, quote, worse than extinction, end quote. The report states, what would it take for a global totalitarian government to rise to power indefinitely? First of all, it won't be indefinitely because in the current course, if we remain in this current course, none of us will be here by the end of this decade, if not far sooner. That's a mathematical statistical fact. When the environment implodes, when Earth's life support systems collapse and they are collapsing by the day, game over. Very simple equation. But taking this question at face value, here's the answer. It would take exactly what is already occurring. Mind-numbing, willful blindness and complacency built on a deeply rooted foundation of Stockholm Syndrome, all adding up to a societal epidemic of menticide. That's what it would take and that's exactly what's occurring. Through it all, biosphere collapse will absolutely remain the bottom line. It cannot be otherwise. This new headline from the so-called climate science community that continues to tell nothing more than half truce. Major climate change is inevitable and irreversible. That's from the IPCC's recent warning. IPCC is the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. The report states human activity is changing the earth's climate in ways, quote, unprecedented in thousands or hundreds of thousands of years. No, not thousands or hundreds of thousands, many millions of years. They state, with some of these changes now inevitable and, quote, irreversible. Reminder, before I proceed, for a decade and a half, geodringwatch.org has stated on the record. More times than I could even remember that we are past the point of no return. We are through the guardrail. And it's taken the so-called climate science community this long to admit to it, and not because they want to, because they can't hide it any longer. They go on to say this, within the next two decades, temperatures are likely to rise by more than 1.5 degrees C above pre-industrial level. What a blatant clearing absurd falsehood we are right now today because of the falsification of temperatures downward not upward and because of the skewing of data from the engineered winter weather warfare cooldowns at surface level search the engineering winter section of GeoengineWatch.org to learn more about that because of these factors frontline data indicates we are likely past four and a half degrees c right now right now We are past the point at which humans have existed on this planet right now. That doesn't mean we all perish overnight. You can, again, drive your motorhome out in the middle of the Sahara Desert, run out of gas, and you'll think you can continue the party until the refrigerator's out of food. And that's about the situation we're in right now. They state breaching the ambition of the 2015 Paris Climate Agreement and bringing widespread devastation and extreme weather. In one to two decades... What closet are these people living in? They're simply paid to lie. That's what they are. The climate science community and the science community in many arenas as a whole continues to betray the human race and the entire web of life. They go on to state this, only rapid and drastic reductions in greenhouse gases in this decade can prevent such climate breakdowns with every fraction of a degree of further heating likely to compound the accelerating effects, the domino effect. I've covered it on this broadcast over and over. Each each successive domino that falls knocks over a bigger and bigger domino. Feedback loops likely over 50 in full swing right now this is an exponential equation and they're just beginning to hint at it in the so-called climate science community and by the way this panel the ipcc largest scientific panel ever created on any subject in human history about two thousand scientists and they can't tell a shred of truth between all of them nothing they continue to lie how do they look themselves in the mirror i truly don't know let's keep moving next headline 200 million Americans roast in two massive, quote, heat domes. How many times have I covered the ionosphere heater-induced heat domes? If you don't know what an ionosphere heater is, please look it up, research it, read about it. The technology is not disputed. Ground-based radio frequency microwave transmitters that can blast millions of watts of power into the ionosphere, heating it, causing an electrical chain reaction, and causing The atmosphere to bulge upward and downward. The downward push is a high-pressure heat dome. It is part of how the climate engineers manipulate upper-level wind currents. Thus, they can manipulate precipitation. And the people under those heat domes fry. They fry. The climate engineers can and are deciding who gets rain, how much rain, and how toxic that rain will be. Next headline. Numerous sources. Countless sources, Earth just experienced its hottest month on record, and that's in spite of a radical falsification of the temperature readings downward, not upward. From that report, NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, issued a press release detailing how July 2021 earned the unenviable distinction as the world's hottest month ever recorded. Not the hottest July ever recorded, the hottest month ever recorded, period. Think it's hot now? Wait till next year at this time, if we get that far. And don't forget, no official sources are disclosing the lethal UV radiation levels from the now collapsing ozone layer, which alone is a potential extinction-level event before the end of this decade, if we remain on the current course. Next headline Stretch to the limit. Forest services running out of firefighters amid West Coast wildfire chaos. At least 21,000 federal workers are battling 100 blazes, ravaging 14 states with no end in sight. An estimated 21,000 federal firefighters are currently at work in the West. An estimated 6,170 firefighters alone are battling the Dixie Fire. That's about 40 miles to the east of me. In Northern California, largest of 100 fires burning in 14 states. That's the largest standalone fire in California state history, by the way. Fires are raging across California, Oregon, Idaho, and Montana, and other states. Smoke drove air pollution levels to unhealthy or very unhealthy levels in portions of Montana, Idaho, Oregon, Washington, and Northern California. In fact, in my region, it's pegged to the top of the scale. We don't know how high it is, and there's more in that smoke than just smoke. We can say that with absolute certainty. Regarding the fires, that we can hang around the neck of climate engineering. That is not in any way to deny the countless other sources of human damage to planet Earth. We have been horrific stewards of this once thriving planet. What it is to say is this, that it cannot rain less overall on a warming planet Unless there's a factor we're not being told about, and that factor is climate engineering. The atmosphere holds 7% more moisture for every degree C of warming. It must rain more. We are likely past 3.5 degrees C right now. It should be deluging the western U.S., but it's not, and we know why it's not, because we can see on satellite imagery the climate engineers are systematically blocking... All flows of precipitation into the U.S. West. We can speculate about why, about the agendas, about the objectives, but the fact that it is being blocked by climate engineering operations is absolutely inarguable. Please, please search the engineering wildfire section on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org. And please, most important of all, one of our most important reports ever, please search, view, and share. Wildfires serve geoengineering agenda. This is all out climate intervention warfare. Nothing less. And the climate engineers can keep the spigot shut off to the West for as long as they want. And where does that precipitation go? Where does it end up? How about those that are being deluged in the East? Drought and deluge. That is the hallmark of climate intervention operations that completely disrupt and derail the planet's hydrological cycle more than any other factor related to human activity. Next headline. Small town grows desperate for water in California. From that report, water is so scarce in Mendocino, on the edge of the Pacific Ocean, that restaurants have closed their restrooms to guests, pointing them instead to the port potty toilets on the sidewalk. Can you imagine that? Coast towns having to go through that. Next headline, California utility Cutting power to 51,000 customers amid dangerous wildfire conditions. Talking about the red red flag wind warnings again back to the high-pressure heat domes. Downward push in the atmosphere, which pushes wind outward on the surface. They can and are controlling when and where it blows in and around the high-pressure heat domes. And how many times I hear from how many people that state this can't be happening because we'd be hearing from every meteorologist in the country. They'd all be speaking out. They'd all be lining up to blow the whistle, right? Right. How incorrect can that possibly be? Again, what happens to the whistleblowers? Let's ask Julian Assange. Let's ask John Karakou, the whistleblower for the illegal U.S. torture programs. And he was the only one to go to prison. Only one. The whistleblower. And let's not forget the illegal federal gag order on all the nation's weathermen. National Weather Service and NOAA, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, illegal federal gag order on the weathermen. If that doesn't send up a red flag, what would? More headlines, same theme. Smoke from wildfires covers 1,000 villages in Siberia. We hear almost nothing of this here. Next headline, more chaos and carnage directly connected to climate engineering operations. Scale of forest fire devastation in Greece threatens to ignite social and political unrest. How well that serves the power structure. And again, the smoke from these fires. Please search, view, and share wildfires serve geoengineering agenda next headline spain breaks former all-time high temperature record happening all over the globe it is going to accelerate at blinding speed next headline israel asks for international help to fight their forest fires another headline fierce french wildfire forces evacuations near saint tropez it's again these are only scratching the surface it's happening all over the globe let me qualify that last statement To make it clearer, it's happening in the regions that are not being drowned under deluges. Again, also directly related to the climate engineering disruption of the hydrological cycle. On that note, this headline from last week, Japan issues highest emergency alert for over 1 million people as heavy rain like never before triggers mass evacuations. The foundational factor in all that I'm covering is the climate intervention operations from drought to deluge, Climate intervention operations inarguably are core to the equation. Again, not a denial of the endless list of other sources of human damage to the planet. But what I am saying is this. Again, there can be no legitimate discussion about the climate from any perspective without first and foremost acknowledging the climate intervention programs. Next headline. Study. Climate change can be reversed by planting a forest nearly double the size of the U.S. What a Pollyanna notion that is. You can't replant trees and have them grow in many locations now. In Northern California is one. They do not grow, period. The existing established trees are dying all over the forest by the day. And saplings that are planted have a zero success rate. Zero. I know. That's what I've done in my habitat reserve. All over the burnt, scorched, now incinerating areas with massive black hills and and surface areas that are superheating from the intense UV, nothing grows. In the rainy season now in my region that was once off and on for about nine months, now it's three months long. We have nine months of summer with triple-digit heat. Nothing grows. This is Pollyanna. You can't just plant a forest when you've completely altered the chemical composition of the atmosphere. But wait, Biden's doing something about it, right? How about this headline? Is Biden serious about the climate? His 2,000 drilling and fracking permits suggest not. Of course not. Meet the new boss, same as the old boss. The occupants of the White House are not making decisions. They're puppets in a play. Nothing more. Next headline. Egyptian minister announces population size target for 2052. The report states Cairo. In just 120 years, the size of the Egyptian population jumped from 9 million to over 100 million. Hence, the government has set a target for the population not to exceed 143.6 million in 2052. Good luck on that. They will not make... 2025 the planet's life support systems are imploding climate engineering operations are further fueling that process given what we face under even the best case scenario mass die-off is here but wait perhaps this next headline will provide a way for us all to save ourselves here's the headline from last week vote for bernie sanders and the green new deal think green energy is going to save us think again take the time to view the documentary planet of the humans And because of what I just stated, i.e. the truth, I know I'll lose listeners who will send me scathing messages that I need to have more, quote, hopium. My answer, no. I won't go down the path of delusion far too many people already have, and that's why we are where we are. Next headline. Why the global economy is unraveling. This from a source like so many sources that either have no comprehension of what's unfolding and why or they are unwilling to tell the truth. They paint the picture that economic systems are unraveling because of some poorly planned policies. No, the planet's life support systems are imploding. No environment, no economy, no civilization, no humans. Very, very simple equation. We cannot survive on this planet without a functional environments, habitat, ways of growing food. That is the bottom line. Our once thriving planet formerly provided 75% of all global GDP for free. That's what nature did for us. No more. The party is absolutely over. And we are about to hit the wall at full velocity. And even now, very, very few yet comprehend the immediacy and the totality of what's coming. And that must change or we have no chance. More need to know breaking bad news headlines in a moment. First, I want to express my deepest gratitude to each and every individual that's doing their best to stay informed, to wake others with credible data from a credible source, and by doing so, helping to turn the tide of insanity. Thank you for making your voices heard in this most critical effort to sound the alarm. It's our collective actions that can yet make a difference. This is Dane Wigington. You're listening to the Global Alert News Hour, episode number 315, August 21st, 2021. This is the bad news broadcast, but it's critically important information that covers the issues we must face if we're to have any chance of changing course. This non political, commercial free frontline news broadcast is brought to you by geoengineeringwatch.org and paid for by geoengineeringwatch.org. This news hour is broadcast on AM and FM stations in Northern California, Washington State, on the East Coast, in Alabama, Chicago, San Antonio. Texas, Tampa, Florida, San Francisco, Sacramento, San Diego, and now Portland, Oregon, Denver, Colorado, and Columbus, Ohio. I want to express my deepest gratitude to those that have helped geoengineeringwatch.org expand our voice to so many major cities. Those that have helped in this effort know who they are. If you're aware of any radio sources that might be willing to help us further expand the Global Alert News broadcast, please let us know at geoengineeringwatch.org. Our only goal is to sound the alarm while it can yet make a difference. Recordings of the weekly global alert news broadcasts can be found at geoengineeringwatch.org under the recent top stories and radio sections. The latest geoengineeringwatch.org Printed awareness-raising materials can be ordered from the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org for approximate cost of producing and shipping. Our color-glossy flyers and booklets are packed with shocking satellite images, documents, patents, photos of the retrofit spray nozzles mounted on climate engineering aircraft. The list goes on. Again, our only goal is to sound the alarm as effectively and efficiently as possible. On that note, the recently completed GeoengineeringWatch.org documentary on climate engineering titled The Dimming conclusively proves climate engineering operations are ongoing. This groundbreaking documentary is now posted on the top center of the GeoengineeringWatch.org homepage. Please help us to overcome social media censorship and expose the insanity in our skies by sharing the link to this groundbreaking documentary that fully exposes the ongoing climate engineering onslaught. Sharing the link for the documentary directly from the GeoDreamWatch.org homepage through email helps us to overcome the attempt of the controllers to censor the dimming documentary and GeoDreamWatch.org data. The horizon does indeed look dark, but in the words of Ben Ferencz, It takes courage not to be discouraged. More on that subject at the conclusion of this broadcast, but first this question. Is it rational to conclude that the controllers are here to help? Governments around the globe are nothing less than various forms of state-sponsored mafia, i.e. increasingly draconian police states, If you think such crime syndicates and the criminally insane who control them are actually interested in helping populations stay healthy and thus to continue proliferating and consuming Earth's remaining resources, unchecked, think again. Populations, especially the often armed U.S. population, are rapidly increasing liabilities to the controllers. Again, is it rational to believe they are actually interested in protecting and preserving our lives and those of our posterity? Is that why in 2012, U.S. Government agencies purchased 2.4 billion rounds of 40 caliber hollow point bullets. Again, is that their plan B? The odds of survival for a passenger on the Titanic were exponentially better than the current odds for passengers of planet Earth. Though I am fully aware of how hard that pill is to swallow, it is the truth, and I cannot say otherwise. Past visionaries like Henry David Thoreau and Mark Twain foretold what was to come. They clearly recognized countless self-destructive human characteristics. Twain and Thoreau recognized, short of benevolent change at the core of the overall human behavior, the story could only end badly. And now we are there, in the final chapter. Over a century and a half ago, Thoreau stated, Thank God men cannot fly, lest they would lay waste to the skies as they have done to the earth. What would Thoreau have to say if he could see the world today? White, hazy skies, filthy skies are now almost constant. They fill the background of commercials and movies. And when I view YouTube mountain bike videos with my son, an avid biker, sick, dead, and dying trees and sprayed skies are constant features in almost every single video conditions in Northern California and much of the Western North American continent have become increasingly apocalyptic with each passing year with each passing day at this point smoke and geoengineering aerosols taint our skies the air is officially listed as extremely hazardous to breathe in quote almost every day this summer with no measurable rain since March in my location on the east side of Lake Shasta. Temperatures have routinely been 20 degrees above normal day and night. Triple digit daytime highs, sometimes pushing 120 degrees with nighttime. This is in the forest of Northern California on the east side of Lake Shasta with nighttime so-called low temperatures hovering at about 80 degrees. And the weather agencies are falsifying official weather data across the board. They're falsifying it to the downside. They're trying to mask the totality of what's unfolding to keep populations from panicking until the last possible moment. My location of the forest is about 500 inches of rain short since 2007, almost 500 inches. We historically got 70 inches per year. We have averaged about 35 inches a year since 2007. This year was only 20 inches. Do the math. The local wildlife that is left continues to behave strangely. I found the remains of a very large mountain lion last week, laying near a stream bed that is now dry on my preserve. The first time that stream has gone dry that I know of. More rounds of rattlesnake Russian roulette continued around my off-grid home. In the last week, two more instances, which brings the total to 13 in the last 10 weeks of snake encounters, I was headfirst into a metal storage box that contains catfish food, I looked to my left side and was staring directly at a large, fully coiled rattler about 18 inches from my face. He did nothing, but he could have. I owe him. And as always, I made sure he made it away safely. Several days ago in the late evening, after a quick dive into the pond on my mountaintop, I was returning around the side of my home in my flip-flops and boxer shorts. It was almost dark, and given the recent circumstances with the rattlers, I decided to hit the flashlight. I hadn't made it five steps when I caught sight of another rattler hidden in the grass along my path. My bare legs and feet would have offered no protection. This rattler is now also safely out of harm's way. I would never hurt them. They're only trying to survive like the rest of us. Over many years, I've had... Too many such encounters to remember, perhaps 150 or more. The Rattlers have always spared me. Always. As has the forest and the sea. I've long since felt that I no longer own my life. Rather, I owe it to the web of life, to the whole. Next headline. Perhaps everything will magically work out after all. Here's the headline. Californians optimistic about future of state. That's a CBS news poll. Well, that must be true then, right? The report states most Californians say they're optimistic about the future of their state when they look to the future for the next generation. Even if they are more mixed on how things are going right now, younger adults are among the most optimistic. The ones with the iPhones that never look up? That would make sense. We ask Californians what they think are good and bad about the state. For most, here's the good. The food. California's top answer. The diversity of its people, the nature of the outdoors, its culture, the outdoors where you have to wear a mask into the forest now, may be no surprise. It's always been a lure to California, the weather. Well, is this some kind of a sick joke? Really? Food production crashing, forests crashing, the weather as horrific as it could possibly be with everything burning to the ground. And this is the kind of power structure propaganda that's put out to help feed the normalcy bias, to help feed the Stockholm syndrome, and ultimately, again, minticide. Has to be true. Saw it on mainstream media, right? How many people think that? And anyway, it can't be that bad, could it? The stock market keeps going up no matter what happens on the planet. No matter how much chaos and carnage we're faced with, the stock market just keeps soaring to new record highs. But I'll say this, on the record and for the record, the grand facade so soon will burn. Speaking of which, as mentioned at the beginning of this broadcast, from numerous sources, wildfire smoke linked to 19,000 additional COVID-19 cases in U.S. West and 700 additional deaths. From that report, wildfire smoke is linked to at least 19,000 additional cases of COVID-19 on the West Coast and 700 subsequent deaths a study has now revealed. The paper recently published from the journal Science Advances explores how last year's unprecedented wildfire season worsened the impact of The pandemic. The research tracks increased infections during the times of heavy smoke in 50 counties on the West Coast, California, Oregon, and Washington. The biggest increases in infections related to wildfire smoke were found in the Sierra Nevada foothills and the Central Valley in California. The Bay Area also experienced spikes. The study's authors say that the correlation between smoke and COVID 19 is not a coincidence. Since the start of the pandemic, several studies have found that exposure to wildfire smoke makes you more susceptible to COVID-19. Where have I heard that from day one, day one from this scenario, we stated at geoengineeringwatch.org that at minimum, the highly toxic and highly inflammatory elements in smoke and climate engineering operations would make us all more susceptible to any and every pathogen, including CV-19. About the aerosol elements in the smoke, I'll get to that in a moment, but let me finish this report first. The 2021 fire season is shaping up to be another disastrous period for Western states, while the highly transmissible Delta variant, they just keep coming, don't they, continues to sweep across parts of the U.S. Researchers told the San Francisco Chronicle the following, quote, it's a horrible combination. Together, the wildfires and COVID-19 makes us all even sicker. Let's stop there for a moment to consider the ramifications of this report and what the report isn't telling us. Let's rewind to the Paradise Fire. Geoengineeringwatch.org captured extremely blatant and aggressive atmospheric aerosol spraying directly over the top of the Paradise Fire smoke canopy. What is that about? Is that climate engineering? No, not based on any data that we have. There would be no point or purpose based on climate engineering stated objectives to spray massive swaths of aerosols directly above the smoke canopy. At my location in Northern California, the east side of Lake Shasta, we can hear constant parades of jet aircraft. They're not in commercial flight corridors traveling over the top of the smoke canopy, and these are not firefighting aircraft because in the breaks of smoke, we can see them. We can identify military tankers and four-engine commercial jet aircraft, neither of which are being used to fight fires. And for the record, the U.S. DOD, the Department of Defense, is leasing at minimum over 800 commercial jet aircraft with commercial carrier markings. Question, for what purpose exactly? And next, about the aerosol spraying above the smoke canopies. Some 70 lab tests in Northern California alone have long since confirmed aluminum, barium, strontium, manganese, polymer fibers, and surfactants are being dispersed. And based on recently discovered weather modification science studies, we now believe graphene to be an additional element. If this mix sounds incredibly toxic, it is. And there's synergistic toxicity. Each of these elements highly toxic in and of themselves. When you mix them together, the toxicity increases radically. And we are inhaling it with every breath we take. Is this not a real and present fight for life? What else could be in the mix that we don't yet know of? We're working on it. But consider, at any point of the power structure's choosing they could alter the aerosol dispersions to something far worse a point to ponder but about the spraying over the smoke canopies the already known elements in nanoparticulate form are not only again highly toxic to all life forms this amounts to an incendiary dust highly flammable which can only further fuel the already unprecedented wildfire behavior again please search view and share wildfires serve geoengineering agenda so Given this new study, which has confirmed wildfire smoke was linked to 19,000 additional COVID cases and 700 deaths, should we ask, what else might this equation be linked to or a part of? For those that are less familiar with the atmospheric testing that GeoengineeringWatch.org has done over many years, we've relied primarily on precipitation testing. If it's in the rain, it's in the breathable air column. Our testing goes back to about 2004, and the ramifications from what's falling through the air column are grave, and with so many layers, it is difficult to even begin to cover it all, even on an hour broadcast or many hour-long broadcasts. In the case of aluminum, again, in addition to the highly toxic effects for us, and as I stated, the entire web of life, we have peer-reviewed study to prove that bioavailable aluminum affects root systems causing them to shut down nutrient uptake, causing the organism to die a slow and protracted death. So not only is it killing the roots of trees, it is killing the roots of crops. And although Monsanto has engineered aluminum resistance crops and now UV-resistant crops, as if those sort of stopgap measures have any... Benevolence in them. They certainly don't all of its malevolent all of it is about Masking the totality of what's unfolding into the last possible minute to keep populations from panicking until the last possible minute But this is why so many factors are affecting the forest that are burning to the ground again in the case of climate engineering these toxic elements killing the roots sterilizing the soil killing soil microbiome changing the soil pH we have a hydrological cycle that is so radically disrupted that now summers are about or dry seasons about nine months long in Northern California. We used to have banana slugs here because it was so wet and we had a completely different level of flora here. It's it's completely changed. The forest is so deathly dry and silent. It is painful to walk through the forest. There's almost nothing left alive there. The birds are gone. The insects are largely gone. There's the occasional deer. I see a bear once in a while. A few remaining and very scrawny-looking turkeys. But even the level of life I see, and I found a dead cougar about a week ago, as I already mentioned, but the level of life is dwindling by the day, and yet... There is almost no awareness of what is unfolding. It is not on the radar for almost anyone, certainly not in mainstream media, whose job it is not to tell us, but even in alternative media, the fact that biosphere collapse is the background to everything we face, including the now completely out of control power structure desperation that's closing in on us from every imaginable direction. All of it is ultimately tethered and tied to, inseparable from, the background of biosphere collapse. And even now, what is our government pushing? And I don't mean left, right, conservative, liberal, Democrat, Republican. It's all two sides of the same coin. It's all theater designed to distract, divide, polarize, and conquer. But pushing these massive infrastructure projects as if building infrastructure on a dying planet makes any sense whatsoever, all of it designed to keep the wheels of industrialized, militarized civilization turning until they can't turn, until everything implodes in the blink of an eye and now let's add again the nuclear plants that will melt down when this happens 400 i believe 43 of them 60 more under construction right now no one mentions that fact and then we have the massive nuclear arsenals who's going to start pushing those buttons perhaps when they're so desperate that they want to create a nuclear winter to slow down the Abrupt climate collapse on the planet to slow down the meltdown the venus syndrome path that we're currently on Do we think that those in power are not desperate enough to start pushing buttons and create a nuclear war in order to create a nuclear winter? Certainly, they are we know they are their past behavior has proved that beyond any shadow of a doubt What exactly is the American dream? What price has the planet paid because of it? And I'm not just singling out America because all industrialized nations have contributed. But let's consider the U.S. is 5% of the world's population and consumes 25% of the world's resources. And how many countries are we in with our 800 military bases with more chaos and carnage being created with the whole, again, Afghan fiasco? Very much like Vietnam fiasco, except now it seems, given the manner in which things are unfolding, there may be other agendas being carried out. This may not be an accident at all. But... Mustn't we ask, how do people in foreign lands feel when, after the U.S. military juggernaut has laid waste to their countries in pursuit of resources for the empire, and then abruptly abandons what they created, leaving behind a massive swath of chaos and carnage, all done under the guise of spreading freedom and democracy? Certainly I care for our injured military men and women. As I've stated in past broadcast, I worked rehabbing horribly injured Vietnam vets for A significant amount of time, I've given to DAV for 20 years, disabled American veterans and veterans of foreign wars, but that doesn't change what they were used for by the orchestrators of empire. They've been used as mercenaries to acquire resources in countries around the world. That is simply inarguable if the data is looked at. And how many Americans still believe willfully blind support of illegal and immoral military conquest is some sort of patriotism? When it's not, it's tyranny. Consider the following quote from Alexander Solzhenitsyn. He said, Let the lie come into the world, let it even triumph, but not through me. The simple step of a courageous individual is not to take part in the lie. For the record, I would rather be held hostage by U.S. soldiers than those of any other country. But again, that fact does not excuse what our military brothers and sisters are being used for by the controllers by the money printers, given the state of all that's unfolding and the internal cancer of criminality, corruption, and insanity that's behind it all, we should again consider this 2,000-year-old warning. A nation can survive its fools and even the ambitious, but it cannot survive treason from within. For the traitor appears not a traitor. He speaks in the accents familiar to his victims. He appeals to the baseness that lies deep in the hearts of all men. He rots the soul of a nation. He works secretly and unknown in the night to undermine the pillars of a city. He infects the body politic so that it can no longer resist. A murderer is less to be feared. This quote is attributed to Cicero, but whoever said it, it matters not. It is true and it is now another quote from the character Morpheus in the movie, the matrix. I remember that I am here not because of the path that lies before me, but because of the path that lies behind me. And this also from Morpheus, there is a difference between knowing the path and walking the path. We are there in the final act, entering the Zenith of human insanity, and possibly of human potential. Will the awakening occur before the bell rings and the drama is over? A moment which now draws very near. Reaching a critical mass of awareness is the only way forward in this all-important battle to pull back the curtain, to fully expose the collective insanity that is desperately trying to take total control as biosphere collapse accelerates, An awakening doesn't just mean knowing, it means rising to the occasion, taking action. Bottom line, no one is in control on a dead planet, a reality that will soon manifest if the human race remains on the current course. There lies deep and unshakable solace in summoning the resolve to face the gathering storm head on. Our will is all that we have ever truly owned. All else can be taken. Almost 2,000 years ago, the Stoic philosopher Epictetus stated this, So far as you prize anything beyond your own will, you impair that will. Since age 14, his words have echoed through my mind. We're still standing, thus we're still in the fight for all that matters. Yielding to the collective insanity is not an option. What will we do in the time we have been given? Check the Activist Suggestions link on the homepage of geoengineeringwatch.org to learn more about how you can help in this all-important battle. Make your voice heard. Make every day count. Until next week, stay safe, stay strong. This is Dane Wiginton with geoengineeringwatch.org.